welcome Scott, our speaker. So step one is where I'm at. Step two is where I'd like to be. Step three is a set of instructions that helps me get from where I'm at to where I'd like to be. Step four is a list of my secrets. Step five is sharing my secrets with another human being and my higher power. Step six is a list of my tendencies in life. Step seven is an invitation to try something different. Why try something different? Because I am not God enough to cure the world of all its ills. And not only am I not God enough to cure the world of all its ills, plainly and simply, I'm not God. And to me, that is step seven in a nutshell. Without the nutshell, of course. I'm not God. Lighten up, Francis. You're not all that. Step eight, a list of all persons to whom I owe amends, including myself. What a concept. Step nine, doing right by those people, including myself, what a concept, from this point moving forward. Why from this point moving forward? Because I am not God enough to go back in time and undo anything that's already been done. And trust me, I've tried. It's impossible. Step 10, utilizing the first nine steps to get through current events. Step 11, prayer, talking to God. Meditation, listening to God. And step 12, Being of service to others, especially when they ask me to, unless I'm injuring myself in the process. Why unless I'm injuring myself in the process? Because for the third time now, I am on my own eighth step amends list. What a concept. So my name is Scott. I'm a compulsive overeater. I'm really grateful to be here at my my former longtime home meeting. Um, it's been about 18 months since I was last a regular here. A lot has happened. A lot of good things have happened. A couple of negative things have happened. I have a lot of gratitude for all the good things that have happened. I have very little regret for the negative things that have happened. Um, I'm not all here today. Um, my dad is probably finally dying of compulsive overeating. I mean, like with everything, time will tell, right? But it doesn't look good, and I'm talking to my mom after the meeting at her place down the block, and I don't know what she has to tell me. She can be a kind of a drama queen at times, or she just kind of makes stuff up, so I don't really know what to believe. But she asked me to be there, so I'll be there after the meeting tonight. Uh, I usually like to start, uh, start out by talking about what I call the math and the science. Um, so a bit, some of the numbers. So I came into the fellowship over 18 years ago. I came in at age 28. I'm now 46. I've lost 130 plus pounds. My high known weight is 315 pounds, 315. Um, my pants waist size has decreased from 44 to 33 or 34, depending on the pants. Um, as of last March, my credit score rose from 809 to 813. And as of about three and a half years ago, I have zero credit card debt. Um, so those are some of the numbers that are important to my food recovery and also my financial recovery. Because my experience is there's a lot of tie-in between my past compulsive eating behaviors and my misuse of debt and credit cards and money and money that wasn't mine. Uh, And then some of the science, I have counted 18 medical and psychiatric conditions completely healed 
just by changing what I eat and what I drink. No doctors, no nurses, no therapists, no medications, no exercise were harmed in my physical and mental health transformation. And there's a 19th condition that's about 70% healed. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, and I like to throw out those numbers up front because when I was new, I needed to hear about weight loss. I needed to hear about people's clothing sizes going down. I needed to hear about people's health uh, improving. I needed to hear about people you know, finding financial recovery. Um, I found a way kind of by accident, but I stayed in a way uh, on purpose. So, and then a couple of milestones I wanted to put out there. I recently celebrated 18 years off sugar. I also recently celebrated six years off caffeine. And I also celebrated five years of not calling myself ugly. Um, the sugar cravings have been long gone. The caffeine cravings have been long gone. And it's probably been at least two years since I really thought that I was ugly. So it is incredible um, the, the recovery one can get from this free service that OA gives to anyone who has a desire to stop eating compulsively. Um, as an added bonus, Mrs. Wright and I are about 11 days from celebrating one year together. And uh, that was an unexpected, whole other story, but that's been going incredibly well. During the last couple of months, we've been talking about the ring thing a lot. We've been talking about the baby thing a lot. We've been talking about the buying a home thing a lot. And you know what I say? Bring it on. I'm not scared at all. It just seems like the next logical step in my recovery, in my life. There's not one ounce of me that's concerned or worried or anxious or afraid. It just seems normal. And just to give you some framework, um, as recent as 2004, 2005, I suffered from crippling anxiety. Most days, I would not go out. There'd be these four-day stretches where I literally would be in the house all day long. In fact, I was recently reminded about how someone was so concerned about me, they called their nurse to check in on me. So that was kind of the life I, I, I lived. Um, the other milestone is I recently celebrated my 18th anniversary in the fellowship. So I came to my first meeting on Friday, March 2nd, 2001. And I know it's a relapse recovery meeting. I have relapse in my story. I will get to that in a minute. Um, but I have collected, I've got a lot of meetings, and I've collected a lot of 12-step recovery acronyms and slogans, and I want to share some of those today. The last one ties into um, an aspect of my experience uh, with relapse. So, um, unfortunately, I don't hear too many of these anymore. I don't know what happened to them. Maybe we can revive them or something. Um, fear, F-E-A-R. Forget everything and run, or face everything and recover. Uh, denial, didn't even notice I am lying. Sponsor, sober person on next step of recovery. Nuts, not using the steps. Ego, easing God out. Some people say edging God out. Ism, I self me. Ism again, I sponsored myself. And this one I just heard from a century meeting speaker, ism. Incredibly short memory. 
And then there's the three P's, pause, pray, and proceed. And this one I just heard on Sunday from a sponsee. I can't believe I've never heard this until a couple days ago. Guidance. God, you and I dance. I love that. I love that. And then some slogans. I stuffed my face before I faced my stuff. OA is not for people who need it. It's for people who want it. When you don't people please, people aren't pleased. That is my all-time favorite. I recently told the person who shared that, this is a returning member uh, to OA, and I said, thank you. You don't remember when you said that when I was at that meeting, but that changed my life. Um, The only time success comes before work is in the dictionary. That's my second all-time favorite. I've only heard it one time. I believe it was at the old Friday Night Lifeboat meeting in 2002-2003. When the food calls, tell it wrong number. That's a a good one. Uh, Meeting makers make it. There is a difference between I can't and I won't. Stick with the winners or win with the stickers. This is Overeaters Anonymous, not Overeaters Analysis. Food wasn't the problem. It was the solution. Amen to that. When you need to lose 100 pounds and you've lost 90 of it, you're halfway there. A newcomer can do any step that begins with a one. Step one, step 10, step 11, step 12. That was my experience as a newcomer. No, K-N-O-W, your binge foods and triggers. No, N-O, your binge foods and triggers. You are grateful. You're just not satisfied. I no longer have to look in the mirror and say, your diet's working. Instead, I say, your life's working. I retroactively came to believe. Be God or believe in God. There's never a good time to pick up. There's only an excuse. The disease is like a used car salesman who can read your mind. That's a good one. My recovery has been perfectly correlated to how much I'm willing to depend on other people. What that required is I find dependable people. I'm an addict who craves the highs and the lows. Hurt people hurt people. Resentment is about the fear I experienced in the past. Anger is about the fear I experienced in the present. And anxiety is about the fear I will experience in the future. A meeting where anything goes eventually becomes a meeting where nobody goes. Ode to the traditions. The 12 steps prevent us from suicide. The 12 traditions prevent us from homicide. And the 12 concepts prevent us from genocide. And last but not least, I had to be a compulsive overeater to find God. And I saved that one for last because I heard that from a compulsive overeater in relapse. He was sitting right there where Rich is sitting right now. I was at that meeting. It was only his second meeting in eight months. And he has no idea how life-changing that statement was. Um, at the time, I was about a year, year and a half into my current abstinence. I've been abstinent eight and two-thirds years, so eight years, eight months. 
But before that, I spent seven years in relapse. And before that, I had two years of abstinence. So when that gentleman said that, and I don't remember his name, I do remember what he looks like, I've only seen like four other times in my life in meetings, um, something in me woke up. So um, in my last few minutes here, I grew up um, in church, and I had a negative experience with church and religion, and I brought into the fellowship with me this negative concept of a higher power. And... um, in the summer of 2010, my current abstinence began. And I would meet with my sponsor and I'd give away my written 10 steps. Every week I'd go to his home for about three hours a day and I'd read these things to him. And I always began by dear and then saying the name of my higher power. And about a year in, after I heard that gentleman say, you know, I needed to, find, I needed to be a compulsive overeater to find God, it just no longer felt right to me to be talking about these punitive higher powers from my childhood that I feared. And I began the process of slowly letting go. And now it's like I have these loving, this, this loving concept of God. To me, God is just an acronym for goals, outcomes, and desires. What are my goals in life? What are my preferred outcomes? What is it in life that I desire? The stuff that shows up in my step one work are the God blockers. Those things, the sugar, the wheat, the caffeine, the credit card abuse, the social media, the dishonesty, it all blocks me from reaching my potential. It blocks me from my destiny. It blocks me from being the person I was supposed to be before the disease took took over. I was kind of supposed to be someone out of high school. I was the valedictorian of my high school. Got a lot of money thrown at me to go to college, and I flunked every single class that first semester and man oh man talk about feeling ashamed so um, I have to say this the reason why that gentleman's message spoke to me so much in addition to kind of just feeling at unease with reading my 10 steps you know with that higher power uh, present I had about a year and a half of abstinence at that point and one thing I've noticed is that each time I've given something up, refined sugar, you know, wheat, corn products, rice, potatoes, caffeine, artificial sweeteners, um, animal products, I gained more clarity. It's almost like I went through this detox up here. And I think a part of what happened was I was a year and a half off the corn and wheat and a few other things. And I, I started to see clearly that... This is like hitting myself with a hammer and wondering why I'm so emotionally uh, in pain all the time. So I wouldn't have been able to go through that if it wasn't for my seven years in relapse. Um, One of the things that relapse did was it, it, it really got me to truly, for real this time, look at my food in a way that I was previously unwilling to look at. Up front, I gave up refined sugar. But, you know, after some initial weight loss, I thought I was home free. And I didn't think I'd have to be of service or sponsor anyone or do honest and thorough step work or speak at meetings like this. I thought, okay, I'm home free. I'll act like a good OAer, and then I'll kind of sneak out when it's time to run away once again. So relapse uh, got me to look at the other ingredients beyond the refined sugar and beyond the food. So um, anyway, 
I am out of time. I'm really grateful to be here. It feels like home. And thanks for listening.